Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, the beginning of another week here on the Lake Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. Thanks so much for being a part of the show this evening and each and every night here on The Good Neighbor. Tonight's opening topic is one that I'm extremely passionate about, and I hope that many of you out there in the listening audience um, will weigh in on the topic. And it has to do with college educations. The devaluing of a college education, it has to stop. I feel as though so many people in our society want to minimize what going to college means, what college represents. And I absolutely hate that. Even though there are so many careers, so many things that you can do in life without going to college, doesn't mean that a college education is worthless or less now than it's ever been. And we all know this. And I hate that it's come to that point. One thing we've always known is that college is not for everyone. I have good friends that I went to school with. They went to go on to get master's degrees, doctorates. Some of them went to business school. Some of them went to law school. And then I've got other friends that didn't. College wasn't their thing. They went off into the working world, busted their butts, have had tremendous careers and good lives, and didn't need college. But being a college graduate, in my opinion, is quite the accomplishment. It isn't just about earning a degree. It's also about the journey to get to that degree. When a young man or young woman, you know, they walk the stage, or they receive their degree, it's not just about that one individual. And I learned that when I was in school. There are so many people that can be celebrated at that moment. There's so much pride that goes into getting that college degree. But on the journey of getting a college degree, It means a lot to go to another city if you go out of state, if you choose to learn. Think of the things that you learn that don't involve being in the classroom, the independence, being someone or somewhere you're surrounded by other impressionable minds, and you try to make connections that will will better you. Getting that degree 
shows that you care about education and that you saw something out from start to finish. When you're, when, when you're growing up, when you're a young kid, what do adults tell you? Especially those that get involved in sports at the start of a season. You finish what you start. And I know that life happens. Sometimes people will go off to school and, you know, they get pregnant or there's a death in the family. There's there's a lot of different reasons why you have to maybe stop something, pause something. We get that. But when you talk about going to college and grinding away and you finish it out, that's something that should be commended, and we should not be altering the way that we view a college education nowadays. And I thought about this topic from the start when I saw just a few days ago that NFL running back Frank Gore, Frank Gore, remember? San Francisco 49ers, the battering ram out of the University of Miami. He received his college degree at his school's fall commencement just a few days ago. 21 years after leaving college to play in the National Football League. And those are stories that I love even more. Are those individuals like Frank Gore or even Jawan Howard that they go on and they make a lot of money? But you know what they see? They see the value in having a college education. They see the value in finishing out what they started. I remember having a conversation with Jawan this a long time ago. I was was still in college because he left college earlier than I did because he went ahead and entered into the NBA draft. And so uh, I want to say it might have been like my senior year. And we go down to the hotel to to, to meet up because we're going to go. They were in town. He was playing at that time with the – the before it was the Washington Wizards, it was the Washington Bullets, remember, right? And so we're down at the hotel. We're just waiting in the bar um, for, for those guys to get dressed and everything because they were in town to play the Hawks and get ready to go out for the night and go to a bar, go to a club. And I remember when he came down and a couple people were eating and were sitting around, and he talked about um, studying and doing some reading and some things that he would do on the travel with the team because he wanted to finish it out for his grandma. He wanted to finish it out for his grandma. And I've always loved that story about Jawan saying that he was going to, you know, he's that guy from Chicago that went on to play in the NBA, but he said and made that promise to his, his grandma that he was going to get a college degree. But what do you think of that? Do, do you guys think that, that we should be emphasizing in talking more about, in celebrating more, getting a college education. Because we, we hear so much negativity, and I get it. It costs a lot to go to school. The price with everything nowadays is going up. But I don't think that going to a university, a college, any type of educational institution of higher learning, should be frowned upon. It should be celebrated, and we should continue to be pushing our young people towards that. Your thoughts, your reactions, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. Come back. I'll take your phone calls next.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, 830-WCCO, 651-461-9226. Love for you to react if you want to call us on the CCO Talk and Text Line. Uh, This text in from the 763, (laughs) this one, uh, the person says, BS, most people go to college because they are not mature enough to get a real job. All right, so let's just break it down into the different sentences that they utilize here, and I appreciate them texting in. Um, To remind everybody, the context of the conversation is about talking about and applauding those that go to college to get a degree and celebrating getting an education, an advanced education at a higher uh, institution beyond high school. That, that's what the conversation has been about. But back to the texter. Most people go to college because they are not mature enough to get a real job. Most people, when they're graduating from high school, are not mature enough to do a damn thing in life. So that's not really, you're not, that's not breaking any news. Most people, when they're, when they're getting out of high school, don't know what they want to be. And by the way, Let's say that a student athlete is leaving high school. If I have dreams and aspirations of going to the National Football League, you know what I can't do? Go from high school to the National Football League. Yes, some do go on to succeed. But most get a degree in debt and working jobs they could get right out of high school. Not across the board. That's just that's factually inaccurate depending on what profession you want to go into. I know for a fact that I wouldn't want to go into a doctor's office with a very serious medical condition and think that somebody that graduated with me from high school and didn't do anything after that is going to be in there talking about doing an operation on me. They go on to say, no one I know went to college and are working in their field they studied in. Maybe that's you. That's not my reality. I got plenty of people that 
I went to school with. Now, now I didn't go to school to be in sports talk radio, so I do fit in, and I see what you're saying. But I got plenty of people that I went to school with that are doing actually what they wanted to do. Like my roommate Malik, who always wanted to be an attorney. And after he got out, after we graduated, he went on to Yale Law. He's doing exactly what he wanted to do. So I, I know plenty of people. Um, so, But I do know plenty of people. I'm not saying that they're wrong. There. I know plenty of people that aren't utilizing their degree. Now they want to forgive their debt. Nah, go to work. No one's talking about forgetting, uh, uh, forgiving debt. That's not part of the, 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 to- the, uh, the topic of conversation. We're talking about valuing a college education. You have every right to not value a college education. But to say that it's BS, I think you're 100% wrong. And, and, you, and feel free if you want to call in and talk about it as well. 651-461-9226. Let's go to Nick, who wants to chime in. What's up, Nick? Hey, Henry. Um. Yeah, no, I value college education. I personally never went to college myself. At least I never got a college degree in music. I'm a musician and I'm blind. So I, but I value people who go to college. I think it's a good thing. And actually, I went to Century College at White Bear Lake last week for another event and then we actually found out that they're actually doing better for the disabled than they were in the uh, early two, late 90s, early 2000s. So that's good. But I just don't think college is good for the disabled. Now, again, I, I'm missing a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. But I just I value people who go to college. I value people who go to – but I don't think college is – Everything. I don't it's think not, we need it's not, it's, for everything. It's not. And thanks for the phone call. I've stated that a million times. Thanks for the phone call from, from Nick. I've stated that a million times. Just because you go to college doesn't mean that you're better than anyone else in this world. It doesn't mean that. Okay? Some people have to go to college. Some people don't. But why would anybody devalue college? The 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 I mean, people that devalue college don't have a clue as to what a college education represents. It's more than just being in a damn classroom and walking across campus with a backpack. It's more than that. There's a journey in life that people embark on, and college is a great atmosphere for people to learn. Some people just absolutely misunderstand what a college education that's why I say the, 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 the brightest and most respected people in the world aren't the people that are just book nerds. They're people that have some sort of balance with regards to education that are knowledgeable beyond just the actual books. College is not just about going, sitting in a damn classroom, regurgitating information that you learn. It's about the wisdom that you are surrounded with and you take moving forward. And by the way, real quick text from the 763 I agree. I used to work with someone who dismissed the college diploma as just a piece of paper, but it's so much more than that. And that person absolutely 100% gets it. it the person that wants to talk about well, racking up debt and, and half the time you don't. You, you know why people a lot of times are able to work in, in jobs that, that they don't get their uh, degree in? 
because of the other things that they learned at a college. The guy is actually proving my point when you say, well, hold on. People aren't even using their degrees. There's a lot of people that show up on a college campus and they're taking general studies and they're acquiring knowledge and learning about things. And then they choose to do something. And sometimes they go down that road and sometimes they don't. I thought I heard once that the average college student changes their major seven times. And the first year is just generals. It's just it's it's like you're building on top of each other. Right. The, the first year you're kind of getting out and realizing what it's like to be independent. And every year from there, like the, the best years of my life were at North Dakota State because of everything that I did that was outside of the classroom. It was all the friends that I met. It was the things that I did, like all, all of the experiences that I had. And, and of course, there are a lot of people who are not going to be in their chosen field now, you know, 5, 10, 15 years after. Like, that's just how that's just how life works. I mean, life is very fluid. Life takes you, as they say, it's a journey, not a destination. I, you know, if, if we're going to celebrate those that want to get a degree, people are motivated by different things. Like some people are motivated by their families. Some people are motivated by wanting to get out of the environment that they're in. You know, some are, are just motivated by wanting to do something different. And all of those are acceptable. And, and whether or not you're using it now is kind of, it's, it's immaterial. The very fact that you went, like you said, you accomplished something. And, you know, Frank Gore, what, 17 years after, pretty remarkable because there are people that will step away for six months and I, I don't think, go back. I, I think it's it's very silly of anybody to look at people that attend college institutions and universities or who strive to get a degree and belittle it or say it doesn't mean anything. I, I think that's I think it's actually pretty ridiculous. And it, and it's it's sad to see that that there are people that think like that in our country. That people get in a situation where they can go to an institution of higher learning and people be like, well, it doesn't matter. Well, I, 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 that's I, insane to me. I, I will say, though, it does feel like having a college degree now feels like it is worth less in the job market than what it used to be. Like, it doesn't have the same sort of prestige. That it used to, it's like, oh, well, if, if you're a college graduate, that meant more than I feel what it does now. No, I understand that. But but I, I think that people have to be, we have, let's be clear about something. And I don't think that everybody's going to agree with me on this. But can't, doesn't a college education represent more than just the money you're talking about earning after college? Like, like if, 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 we're, if we're talking about strictly when you are graduating from college and you have a tough time getting a job, and I know there's a lot of times people have to wait a while to get into whatever perspective field that they want to get into, or they talk about the amount of money that they're going to make, mm-hmm. right, uh, entering the workforce. Is it just about the dollars and cents of it? Are, are, is that what we're minimizing college down to? Because if that's the case, nobody should ever go to college and try to teach. 
Nobody should ever nobody should ever talk about going to an institution of higher learning to go teach other people's children. Like to, to me, to me, you are doing a disservice to colleges and universities across the world if we're minimizing it to what is the 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 actual dollar amount mm-hmm. that you're going to make immediately after you get out. The return on your investment, it takes a while sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't come at all. Like, th- th- I mean, th- there are times that education is ma- is massively underfunded. Absolutely. Like, I mean, there's there's no question that. But my point is that it wasn't worth it then. I mean, y- you've got to be able to make a living. And if you can't make a living and if you're paying more for that degree than what you're getting in your profession, uh-huh. then was it really worth it? Uh, I'm, I'm saying to you, yes, because some things you can't necessarily put a price on. Okay, I'm asking you, was it worth it? Because let's let's just be honest here. Majority of Americans are living check to check, and the price on a lot of stuff is going up, and people are making a lot of money uh, with good jobs. The cost of living is going up, and there are a lot of people that are struggling. To to minimize a college education down to just the check itself, I think is doing education across the board a disservice. That's my point. And, and that that might be that that might be, but if you look at the situation that people are in, it's like, yeah, you, you went and you got this degree, but now you've got all of this this debt, and the cost of living, everything is is you know, is going up. And at the end of the day, you're not making in your primary field, you're not making enough money to cover your costs. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this real, yeah. real quick. What's yeah. the alternative? I, the, the, the alternative is if you're not going to go to a col- uh, you know, go to a four year university. You can go to a trade school. Like there are other options. I, I'm including. We, we can you're talk, going to trade school. Okay. You, you can, you can trade school and all that. Take trade school and college. Mm-hmm. What is the alternative? We're talking about all this money that we're in debt. What is the alternative? The alternative with, is with, with the high school education. The alternative is you finish high school, you go into the the job force. Yeah, and and be broke and be and be poor, right? In that too. Not necessarily. I mean, people with college degrees, yes, are are living paycheck to paycheck. If you don't go to college, you're not going to incur that debt. So, I mean, that's something that you're not going to have to. That's not something that you're going to have to consider when you're, you know, when you're considering your living expenses. If you don't have a, a college degree, depending on your situation, depending on your situation, yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, for me, like, I got no support from my family when I went to college. I had to do it all myself. I had to do it my all, all myself. I had a ton of debt, worked my rear end to pay it off, and I'm I'm happy that I did. And but I, I understand that, you know, not everybody's going to be in the same situation. No question. Six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. We'll take a break. We'll come back. The Vikings, they're next up. A missed opportunity. And coach Kevin O'Connell deserves some criticism. We do that next after weather on the late show. Missed opportunity by the Minnesota Vikings over the weekend, losing in overtime to the Cincinnati Bengals, 27 to 24. And the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Kevin O'Connell, should uh, receive some criticism. He's not the only one, but he should clearly receive some criticism 
I feel like also somebody that hasn't necessarily been receiving criticism the last 48 hours um, is defensive coordinator Brian Flores. Brian Flores, I, I, I think he's been spectacular for the Vikings. He's one of the main reasons why the Vikings are in a position to garner a playoff berth because of how well the defense has played. But let's just be honest here, okay? And I know I had tweeted about <laughs> Brian Flores being spectacular, I, I want to say maybe at the start of the second half uh, when the Vikings were up uh, by a significant margin. But the Cincinnati Bengals scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. The, the Minnesota Vikings defensively started getting cooked. That can't happen. We talk about finish with your start. They started off great, but they struggled. Okay, so Brian Flores, I got to bring that up. Um, I, I thought that the defense was a little bit lacking. But Kevin O'Connell um, is getting a little bit passive late in games. I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. I don't understand it. I know that the, the running joke what a month or so ago was that he's turning into P.J. Fleck. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I get it. People have a little bit of fun at Kevin O'Connell's expense. But the point is, is that Kevin O'Connell's got to call a better game um, late. And don't be afraid to go out and win the damn game. Now, I know one of the main things that people were talking about was the, uh, the tush push. Let, let, me, let me say something. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. There's one team in the National Football League that should be doing the tush push, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They have perfected it. They are the goats at it. They are the ones that should be doing it. Everybody else can leave it alone. We're not good at it. Stop. We're not Philadelphia. We don't have the same personnel. We don't have the same line. Stop it. Knock it off. Why do we keep doing this? We tried it with Kirk, and it didn't work. Now we're trying it with Nick Mullins. And he's getting pushed by what? Brandon Powell? Like, what are we doing? I, I hate this. I, I totally do. And this is the thing. The NFL has said, well, we're going to have to look at this at the end of the season about banning it. Don't ban the tush push. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a play that's been perfected by the Philadelphia Eagles, and nobody can stop it. Until, you know what? Is that the litmus test for how we're going to go go ahead and start thinking about rules changes? Because this team's perfected something, now we're going to eliminate it? Until you, until you can stop it. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But why were we doing that? Third, the last time I tech, uh, checked, Ty Chandler had 132 yards rushing on Saturday. He was running the football pretty darn good. Just give him the damn ball and let him get a yard. Oh, so infuriating. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. You, didn't, you did it, and it didn't work the first time. So then you figure, okay, at least you're going to let Ty Chandler get a little bit of momentum, get the, what, the the two, three inches he needs for the first down. Like, it was completely asinine. And as much as I like Kevin O'Connell, and, and I believe he's the right coach for this team. Yeah, I like Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely deserves some criticism because, yeah, over the last few weeks, a lot of his decisions – absolutely have been maybe a little too safe. And, and I, but, but I will give him credit. The same way that we're critical of him now, mm-hmm. uh, and this is what we, this is part of the business. You criticize, okay, but you also give props um, when, they, when they, you know, do things that 
that help the team. 100%. And, the, and, they get to, and last week, what did he do? Instead of just saying, you know what, Josh, I'll have to figure it out. He, at the very end of the game, he said, man, Josh, I can't do this anymore. I got to go to Nick. Yeah. And, and, and they and, ended up winning. Yeah, and, and I gave him all the props yeah. in the world. Because that's, I mean, you know that he desperately wanted to make it work with Josh Dobbs. Absolutely wanted to because. They traded for him. They traded for him. And granted, you didn't give up much. No. But it was the story. It's like, man, you got this guy. It's like, you're basically saying, once we get away from Josh Dobbs, it, it's not happening. Like, this is not a one-week thing. You get away from Josh Dobbs, it's, to quote Janet Jackson, that's the end, right? So we're not coming back from that. You made the move, and I do give him credit because you got just enough out of that one drive to get your field goal that beat the Raiders. Love to get your reaction, though, at 651-461-9226. But also something else I'm going to touch on uh, before we get to your phone calls is Jake Browning. Congratulations to Jake Browning. He has gotten his revenge on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Jake Browning, somebody that was with the Vikings for a couple of years, uh, backing up. Uh, He was the starter this past weekend for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, He's had a couple of good outings here lately. We all know um, Joe Burrow out for the season. But listen to this from Jake Browning postgame after they uh, ended up winning the game 27-24. This is Jake Browning uh, at the uh, the post game press conference on being cut by the Vikings and that being motivation heading into the game. There was definitely a little extra part of you know just before the game, like I remember getting cut there the last time and just being told like, hey, you know, we might have a spot for you on practice squad. Like, go to the hotel and wait. And so I sat in the hotel for like a couple hours, not wonder, not knowing if I had a job or not, and then just basically got a text or a call from my agent that you know they didn't even. They didn't tell me. Like, I had been there for two years, and, you know, I've been cut my fair share of times, and that was probably the shittiest one. And and there was a little bit more this week. I know I denied it, and there's some great people over there. It's completely different, (laughs) completely different coaching staff and and everything, and and I want to emphasize, like, there are some incredible people over there, but that one one felt good. I think right after we made the field goal to win the game, I screamed at a camera and said they never should have cut me. Yeah. He did say that, and I saw that. He screamed to the camera. They never should have cut him. <laughs> All right, I find the Jake Browning stuff here a little bit funny, and and and, and Jake Browning can't be serious here. Okay, I, I kind of find it ridiculous. So, Jake Browning, I congratulate him on the victory. I congratulate him on um, the start of the year for him coming on for the Cincinnati Bengals. But Jake Browning can't be serious. Jake Browning was cut, and I will give it to him that, because we know it's a it's a rough, it's a cutthroat business. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in professional sports that aren't necessarily professional. And so, yeah, if, if he was cut in a way that didn't seem very professional, yeah, I would have an issue with that. But... Getting cut by the Minnesota Vikings, Jake, you're not the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is. <laughs> Joe Burrow is the franchise quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. So knock it off like all of a sudden like you're some top-tier elite quarterback. No, you're a backup quarterback. Like everybody knows what you are. And I'm not saying that you, that you shouldn't puff out your chest a little bit today, but don't act like 
the Vikings cut you and now you're starting for you're starting because of injury. Nick Mullins was the starter this weekend. After Josh Dobbs. So, Jake Browning, calm down a little bit. You cannot be serious. You're, it's not like the Minnesota Vikings cut you and you're the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Or you're the starting you're not the you're the backup quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. He he acts as though he was done some massive disservice. And by the way, that happens <laughs> in the NFL. When a new regime comes in, yeah. they come in with people that they are knowledgeable of, that they want. That's just so the when when everybody else lost their jobs, you know what typically happens to backup quarterbacks and stuff? They move on to a new situation. That's just how it is. If he wasn't going to be the backup for the Vikings, he was going to be a backup somewhere else. Somewhere else, else, exactly. So he's getting a chance to start, and he's playing really, really well. I mean, you're not Kurt Warner. No. And and, and it's it's like, you know, everybody wants to go into this, this, I'm going to go on this revenge tour, right? Like, you shouldn't have cut me. You know, it's kind of like Josh Rosen when he was passed over and then eventually drafted by, what, Arizona? Like, number 10. And then he had a list of all the teams He's not even in the league anymore. No. So enjoy- he did nothing in the league, which, which actually kind of surprised me. I thought he was going to be better coming yeah, out of I, UCLA. I, yeah, I, I did too. I, I, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was the Rosen one, right? Like that's kind of that was the thing. It's a great story for Jake Browning. If the Vikings at that time felt like there was something more to him, they would have kept him around. But it just seems like backup quarterbacks are just nomadic by nature. So. It's a great story. I mean, he's it's a remarkable thing that he's doing. I think it's I think it's a, it's, it's 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 a little misguided, a little it, delusional. Well, no, it's it's delusional and laughable to think that I'm Jake Browning and I was disrespected by the Minnesota Vikings. If that's the case, every team in the league damn near disrespected you because you're not a starter. Yeah, and that's Come on, and, man. and and that's true. Like yeah, he he would be starting for somebody. So unless he's going to Wally Pip Joe Burrow, I you know, next year guess what? He's gonna he's gonna be the backup to Joe Burrow uh, unless somebody's gonna go out there and give him a a massive contract. Say hey, you're our guy based on what we saw here in Cincinnati. I just think he could have saved that. Like like I, I get it, man. You're I mean, bit, how long do you think he's been holding on to that though? You're a little bit emotional. Oh, he was he's holding what, on to that. What what remember he what he even said in the soundbite? He said he says I played it down, but you know to be honest, I was motivated. I. I, I I don't blame you. like, And I don't blame you for that. No, when when you are at a job and that employer feels like you're not of worth to them, of course you want to stick it to them. It's common nature. I mean, I mean we're- I, I, just, I just find it weird that, and, and this is the part that cracks, I think, a lot of people up, or mm-hmm. at least me. It, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like, you remember, um, Jalen Noel for yeah. the for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Who's no longer with the Minnesota Timberwolves? Right. He ended up getting picked up eventually by the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. That's like Jalen Noel saying, You never should have cut me. <laughs> what? Jalen, get a grip. I know, man. It's uh hey. I guess uh Jake Browning's earning that. Is he gonna go into the Hall of Fame as a Viking or a Bengal? I don't know. 
We'll have to wait and see what that bus looks I like. I think neither. Neither. 651-461. I'm calling it now. You're a hater. 651-461-9226. Final segment of the opening hour. Next. Today was a little bit of a wake-up call for me. Weather-wise, I participated in a memorial service earlier today. And I was outdoors in the cemetery after the uh, after the service, and it was cold. It was cold, man. T- today was a rather it was it was quite the wake up call. Look, people have been complaining and saying for a while they want a white Christmas. I want a white Christmas. I want a white Christmas. Doesn't look like you're getting a white Christmas, okay? But. The temps, according to the weather reports, it's going to be 44 degrees on Christmas. 44 degrees with some showers on Christmas. Do you need a white, do you need to be a white Christmas? I don't need snow. I don't. And I I know that there are a lot of people that say, I want snow for Christmas. I don't need it. I would have liked a little bit of a dusting for, like, you know, the ambiance. Mm-hmm. But now that we've got our plans in place and we're going to be traveling, I'm like, no, I want good traveling weather. I want good roads. I don't want a white Christmas. Not at at this point, if we're not going to have the dusting and it looks like it's just going to be, I'm like, that's fine. I'm I'm perfectly okay with it because – this is an anomaly. Like, this is not going to happen, you know, over and over and over again. I, I understand that. You know. Are you but, sure it's not going to happen again? Well, I'm. It seems like. It, 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 well, it is going to happen again. It's just, you know, it's not like this is something that we this deal is not with every be a, year. A year. Exactly. It's not going to be a yearly thing. So, I mean, think of where we were at last year. I mean, we were buried in snow at this point. So, I will take. I'll take a little bit of a reprieve, but I'm, now I'm being selfish and thinking about the traveling when we go down to, to Marshall. Well, listen to this okay. from, from the weather that I'm looking at now, but it, and it states it shows here the weather from tonight all the way through January 1st. Okay. Do you know what the lowest high temp they have that I'm looking at? I'm going to guess uh, maybe 25. 37. 37. Okay. For the lowest high temp. Oh, man. That's something else. People, get over it. We're not having a white Christmas. Doesn't mean we won't have a great holiday, which I look forward to. It is what you make it. It is. All right, coming up next, check in with my guy, Fox 9 sports anchor Jim Rich. He joins us next here on The Lake Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 